Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell Team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. Every time I have a meal with my husband, I think of my grandmother. I know that sounds really weird, but it's it comes down to manners and table manners, and Todd and I have a little bit of different opinions on what's mannerly and not and versus not or where manners come from and what you should follow and not follow. He's not some kind of ogre that's eating with his hands, so I don't want to give that wrong impression, but you know, it's simple things, elbows on the table and sitting up straight and keeping one hand in your lap the whole time and it's you guys get it. You, hopefully most of you were taught some semblance of table manners. Well, for me, my grandmother was the queen of manners. And although she passed away when I was about 16, uh, I was very close to my maternal grandparents, and she taught me manners, and it was not acceptable to be anything but, and to do anything but. And since that was ingrained in me in such a, a, a young age, I can't help but I, I pick on other people that don't follow good manners. Get your elbows off the table. Oh my gosh, chew with your mouth closed. You know, the way you even cut and use the cutlery, like it's just really ingrained in me. And... She was the hostess with the mostess. She served everybody. She made wonderful, lavish meals and hosted all the holidays. And some of my greatest memories as a kid were at at their home and having the family over. And what always stood out to me and what stuck with me all these years is my grandmother really did pour from herself to others, especially in the name of, you know, entertaining and, and wonderful cooking. Oh, my gosh, she was the best cook. I'm sure everybody thinks their grandmothers are the best, but you're wrong because mine really is. Um, and she taught me manners. And so what's interesting is I've, I've been very observant throughout my entire life of different manners and different customs. And I know in some cultures it, it varies a bit. You know, I spent a few months in Hong Kong, loved it, one of the best times of my life, made some amazing lifelong friends there. Um, but, you know, burping out loud is, is actually a sign of um, respect. It says I'm enjoying my food, and that would have been something that my my grandmother would have banished me from the room for doing. But one thing that was similar is um, I did notice when you know tea was with every meal there, is everybody who would pick up the teapot would always pour somebody else's cup first, never their own first. That's rude. You always pour someone else's cup first, and that also that is something that stuck with me too. And so I think about my grandmother would do the same when she'd walk around with a pot of coffee or she'd, you know, walk around and, you know, serve people. It was always about serving someone else before herself. And as I was thinking about these examples, I was thinking about, oh, wow, who knew these lessons and manners would be such fantastic analogies for leadership and that pouring of yourself to others is a way of serving others. And I've just lately, especially, I know with so much going on in the world and people are fearful and afraid of losing their jobs or, or have lost their jobs or furloughed, et cetera. I think there's a, an inherent selfishness that's coming out. 
And some of it is a little bit of survival and self-preservation, and it's innate. I believe in us. Simon Sinek talks about that all the time. But it makes me sad. It really makes me sad to see leaders of people just worrying about themselves and not anybody else or so self-centered and selfish in their thinking and their behaviors that they're not even reaching out to their teams to check in on them or say, hey, how are you? Are you okay? What's going, what's going on with you? And really caring because they're caught up in their own stuff. And for me, those things just don't go hand in hand. I, you have to, as a leader, put your team before, like first. I do believe that. I think you, you need to make sure that they're taken care of. You need to check in on them. They are in your charge. They're not just boxes on an org chart where it's like, well, I got this because I got promoted. I mean, take it seriously. It's, it's the most important thing you will ever do is when people are in your care that you need to pour, pour their cups first. So I'm going to jump right into some sips. Be self-centered but not selfish. Okay, stay with me on this one. I believe in the analogy, and I know I've used it in my podcast before, that you put your own oxygen mask on first and then you help others with theirs. Big believer in self-care. You can't pour from an empty teapot, right? Or carafe. We can't. So I do believe you need to center yourself and you need to make sure that you are taking care of you, but that can't be done in lieu of being there for other people. It's a parallel path, everybody. You take care of yourself, you make sure you have the downtime, you meditate, you, you practice mindfulness, you journal, you exercise, you eat well, you do all the things of self-care that are amazing. You use the Headspace app, you know, read, all whatever it is that works for you. And I know that that looks different for everybody and that's okay. But that's centering yourself, but being selfish means that's all you're doing. It's all I care about is me, 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 and not anybody else. So as a leader, you got to do both, and that's really critical. Second tip, be selfish or be a leader. You can't be both. If Inherently, if you are a selfish person, and when you see selfishness happening, and it's your leader, that's not leadership. It's end of story. If you do not put other people in your thinking, then you're being selfish, and that's not about leading others. A leader cares about the people around them, wants to help the people around them, wants to serve others, and has a heart, and, and their heart breaks when people are hurting, and their heart breaks when people lose their jobs or get furloughed. And they care that deeply about another human being. That's leadership. A leader is a person that stands in the wings and opens up the curtain and puts their team member in the center in that spotlight, not the other way around, not hoarding the spotlight for themselves because they're in fear or they're worried about what other people are thinking or they're territorial and they're trying to go to bat against someone else somewhere that they think is, is out to get them. No, that is not what a leader does. So you can't be selfish and be a leader. Just can't be both. The last tip. Someone told me, a wonderful coach, my own coach, amazing. Serving others is not the same as pleasing others. And I I have that typewritten out, printed copy, and it's stuck on my, my work monitor. Because I will tell you, I've 
I've gone down a rabbit hole a lot in my life of getting caught up in pleasing other people because I want other people to be happy. I want them to get what they want to do, like get where they want to go. I want them to follow their hearts, their dreams. I want them to, to I love seeing people grow and develop and, and have courage and, and, and all of that. But it also, it also means that you can't get caught up in pleasing other people. So sometimes we have to also tell people as leaders maybe what they don't want to hear, but they need to hear. It also means as a leader that we're not going to please everybody and trying to please everyone is futile because it's just not going to happen. You still have to be authentic to yourself and you still have to set some boundaries for yourself because you can't pour from an empty cup, right? So I think it's just really important though that when, when we're in service to others, there are things that we might do that is going to help other people be there for them, but it may, they may not see it that way. But I always talk about tough love. I know you guys know that. And I do think tough love is probably the number one thing a leader has to do. And that is in the name of serving others because pleasing others would be, oh, everything's fine. It's great all the time. Just reinforcing, yeah, 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 sure. It's great. It's great. It's great. And then, you know, chances are they're probably talking to their colleagues or peers or even their leaders about how awful a person is or their performance issues and we need to get rid of them. But not actually telling that person to their face like, hey, let's sit down and talk because there's some stuff we need to work on together. And yeah, that's harder and that's messier and it's awkward and it's uncomfortable. Well, then don't be a leader because that's what being a leader is. Is having messy, awkward, uncomfortable conversations to help other people become leaders themselves and to, to help them get where they need to go. You're not helping anybody if you don't point out, you know, things that, hey, have you thought about this? Or, hey, this might be something you could work on. Or here's a perception that we need to work on together. And I'm in it with you. I'm going to pour you plenty of coffee and tea and everything else. But let's get into it together. I think it's very selfish when you don't, when you shirk those tough conversations, when you try to work around somebody or you talk smack about them behind their back. I mean, what, what kind of person is that? It's a, it's a terrible person, let alone a terrible leader. Sometimes serving others is also making sure you're not enabling bad behavior too. I know that there's a lot going on around us and so many people with servants' hearts want to bend over backwards and do everything they can to help somebody who maybe has lost their job or can't feed their family. And I commend the heart of of these people. I mean, I've been one of these people too, but I've also had to recognize that continuing to enable is not actually helping them. It's not serving them. Where it's better to serve them is not necessarily giving them money over and over again to help pay their bills, but how can you, can you help them with their resume? Can you help them look for a new job? Can you, you know, talk to them and encourage them to, you know, have that confidence to get out there and, and try again? That's serving somebody. Pleasing them would absolutely be, you know, sending them a check every month or, or Venmoing the money every month just to cover their bills so they can keep living. But that's, that's not really serving them, is it? And I know, again, tough conversations, not easy to do. But if it's done with empathy and compassion, 
in the name of service and how they will see in the long run that that is what a leader does and that's also what a better human being will do for them. So be a leader who serves others. Pick out the tea leaves, ready the teapot, boil the water, let it steep. But then when it's ready to pour, when you're ready to pour, always pour somebody else's cup first before your own. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me today. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.